Genesis chapter 14, we're going back to Abram, amen, face to face. We've been in this series entitled Face to Face. We've been walking through the book of Genesis and the life of Abram, amen. And so this part, I don't know what part we're on right now, uh, we're, we're part 15 probably now, part 9 or something, amen. But if you have your Bibles, we're going to go to verse 21, Genesis chapter 14, verse 21. It says, the king of Sodom said to Abram, give the people to me and take the goods for yourself. Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have sworn to the Lord God most high, possessor of heaven and earth, that I will not take a thread or sandal thong or anything that is yours. For fear, you would say, I have made Abram rich. I want to talk about this morning, lessons and blessings. Turn to your neighbor and say, lessons and blessings. Amen, amen. We have been through uh, at least six parts in the life, thank you, ushers in the life of Abram. And we've been learning this series face-to-face, that when you come face-to-face with God, there are certain things that will change in your life. And um, I believe that we've come to the part in this journey, uh, in this message, in the life of the great patriarch, amen, that God, I understand in essence, why he selected Abram. You see, you don't know why God has chosen a person. And I believe that God chooses a person not just because of what they look look like externally. I believe it's what's inside the person. And one of the things about life you'll understand is this, that there are lessons in life. Uh, Amen. I believe that lessons are the greatest blessings in life. There's one thing you can't, a person can't take from you. and That is what you know. That is what you've learned. Amen. Some think that, think that material things are the blessings of life, are the things that really make them. Amen. Some people put the emphasis on blessings. Some people put the emphasis on the lessons, but it it is the life lessons that we learn that will change, watch this, the course of our lives. So far, we understand how Abram has arrived to the place. Last week, I told you he had a choice between, and here's the other thing you need to know, you, you, you need to know this, that, or you should know this, or you should learn this, that uh, worldly honor is not better than godly honor. Amen. We live so that God would honor us. Come on, somebody. And we honor God, and in turn, God will put you on display. Amen. Why? Because you're living a life. Come on, help me, somebody. That's pleasing to him. But what we find is that Abram understood from his first mistake, amen, and he learned from it, 
And now he's living his life, amen, to be an example to someone else. Do I have a witness? And I told you that here he is in chapter, in chapter 14, verse 21, when we get to the context of this, we find that he has rescued Lot. Amen. He had come back. Amen. The king, he's with uh, Melchizedek, and he's also now he has the conversation with the king of Sodom. Now, remember what Sodom represents. Sodom and Gomorrah represents the world. And I told you last week, amen, that when you come out of taking the low road in life, amen, you have to, you will come out with discernment. God is going to give you something more valuable than money. Lessons and blessings. Are you with me? And so we find if I were to give you something, the first thing I would say is Abram, watch this, and, and you can put this first point up for me. Abram learned his lesson about how God blesses. You know what? You know how he learned that lesson? When he gave the land to Lot, the good land, and when he took the bad land, and he saw in essence, come on somebody, he learned that if you take the low road in life, that God will bless you. You don't have to argue with everybody. You don't have to get into it with everybody. He found out and he learned. Can I ask you a question? Do you, do you, have you learned how God blesses? Anybody learned that lesson yet? How he blesses? He doesn't bless because you gave. Come on, somebody. He blesses you because you gave out of your nothing. Come on and help me, somebody. He, he, he blesses because your heart is right. He blesses because, amen, your motive is right. He learned that it takes faith to choose the worst and believe God for the best. Oh, I'm going to preach by myself this morning. Watch this. He learned this lesson. He learned that his lesson, he, Abram learned his lesson about how God blesses. Saints, you need to learn that. And when you learn that, you could just put it on repeat. Here's, here's the thing. Lot took the good land. Oh, man, it was beautiful. But watch this. Taking the best brought him into Sodom and Gomorrah. It brought him back into the world. Not back into the world, but into the world. Are you with me? The next thing that he learned, amen, watch this. Give me the next point. He learned not only... The, about blessings, but here's a blessing. He learned how to what? Apply his lessons. I wish I had somebody. And you know what? It started with Lot and then Melchizedek. He also learned that when God blesses you, that by faith you bless the man of God. Oh, I wish I had somebody. And if you look at verse 22, that's what it says. It says that, and, and verse 20, and he says, and blessed be the God of most high who delivered your enemies into your hand and he gave what? A tenth of all to who? Melchizedek. So let me ask you a question. You just went through something. Come on, somebody. You learned something. But let me ask another question. Can you apply it? 
And can you be consistent about applying the lessons that God had taught you through your last test? Do I have anybody? It's amazing how we repeat the same mistakes over and over and over again because we're living a life, watch this, that's so carefree that it seems that when God teaches us something, amen, when God allows us to go through something, amen, and then we come out the other side, it's amazing how we repeat that same mistake over again. That's, I believe, that's because we didn't learn how to apply what we learned from the what? From the lessons. Now, remember, uh, King Sol King, the king of Sodom, the one who was hiding in the tar pits, he has now a conversation with Abram. Let's see how that conversation went. So look what he says. He said, the king of Sodom said to him, Give the people to me and take the goods for yourself. Now, now there's a couple things I want to share with you real quick, okay? Write this down real quick. Never bargain for a blessing. You hear what I said? Other thing I want to tell you, you can't buy a blessing. Write that down, write it down. Amen. And here's the third thing I want you to know. Never get blinded by the blessing. Never get what? Never be blinded by the blessing. And, and, I, and I say that to you, saints, because here, when you look at this passage, when you look at this verse, you get a peek into the heart of a man who had learned his lesson but he was not mesmerized by blessings. This is where the prosperity preaching comes in, where all they talk about is blessings and blessings and blessings and blessings, but they never tell you that you got to go through some suffering in this Christian life, that you're going to fall every now and then, but you can get back up. That weeping may endure for a night, but joy is going to come in the morning. No, they don't never tell you that. They tell you that God wants you to be, God wants you to have a wonderful life without any problems and without any situation if you just sow a seed. But I stop by to tell you, you can't bargain for a blessing. I see a lot of people trying to buy their blessings in this life today that I see people living after certain things that they want, but they think they can buy it. But let me tell you something. When God blesses you, you'll know it. But watch the text. He said, man, give me the people. Let's divide this stuff. First of all, Abram's the one who defeated the army. Why are you bargaining? Watch this, watch it. You, you can see it in the language. Amen. And take this for yourself. Watch this. Abram was never a person, watch this, who, taught, who, who was always about self. Selfish people don't get blessed. Selfish people will only have as much as they in their power can get 
and then they're going to hold on to it and they will never release it and eventually something will happen and they have to release it. See, God knows how to get it. But check this out. He's like, man, listen, let's, let's divide this stuff up. You take, listen, uh, give me the, get the people to me and take the goods for yourself. And so here's, here, here's my third point and I want you to grab onto this. Okay, you ready? Abram learned that every offer or opportunity is not a blessing. You better recognize that the things that you think come easy, it's not a blessing. Every opportunity, amen, may be an opportunity to pull you away from the Lord. Maybe an opportunity for, to cause you to compromise your purity. Maybe an opportunity for the devil to bring you right back into addiction and whatever you've been delivered from. The enemy is always looking for an opportunity. Are you with me? And what you and I have to understand, we have to learn that people can own you if they bless you. You better hear me. Here's what Abram learned. He learned that just because a person survived doesn't mean they're changed. I'm trying to help you with something. Just because a person survived because the king of Sodom survived. Watch this. But guess what? Does not mean that Sodom was not in his heart. Oh, I wish I had a few people up in here. Pay attention to a person's actions and you'll be able to tell for real what they're about. Or if they're just looking for an opportunity to pull you down. He learned this. Here's what he learned. He learned that people will always look out for themselves. And will try to keep you down. But can I tell you something? Every offer. And every opportunity. Come on somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Somebody. I know you're trying to figure it out. I already figured it out for you. Come on. Let's, let's go on now. He said, listen, this is bargaining here. First of all, how are you bargaining for something you never fought for? See, Abram was smart, man. He was, he was wise. But see, he didn't get that wisdom right away. He got that wisdom because of the lessons. Lessons and blessings. I'm going to do a rap song. On that. Lessons and blessings. Lessons and blessings. Give me a good hook with that. And I'm going to be lessons and blessings. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's what it is. He learned. He learned some stuff. Oftentimes we go into class, but we ain't learning nothing. We're just passing the test. We're just studying for the test. We're not looking at the integral details so that we understand why we're taking the test. Why is it? Why do I have to learn this? And you can't say that about life because whatever God allows is to get you to where he wants you. Are you with me? When you're in the school of Christ. Oh, I wish I had somebody. Look what he says. Abram said to the king, I have sworn to the Lord God most high. You know what happens to us when we get blessed? You know what happens to us, right? We lose our mind. And here's what happens when everything is breaking in threes. Ever been there? Everything, the refrigerator go, the microwave go, and then the car go. <laughs> or in the reverse order, right? When your life is just turned upside down, watch this. 
Watch this now. Here's what we forget. We forget that one little prayer that we prayed. Lord, if you get me through this. Oh, come on and help me somebody. Lord, if you, if you just do this for me, Lord, if you just do this for me, Lord, I promise. Oh, how many made promises to God and broke them? <laughs> Lord, if you just do this for me. Oh, I'm by myself. Lord, if you just do this for me, Lord, Lord, I promise you, I'll I, I serve you. I promise you, I won't live like that. I promise you. So here's what Abram learned. Abram learned. That if he made a vow to God, you know what Abram did? Abram had prayed before he went into battle and he won the battle. He had cast his life, watch this, and the outcome of the battle onto God. Come on and help me somebody. And watch this, and God kept his end of the bargain. Do I have anybody? How many times we have made a vow to God in our marriage? Come on, somebody. In ministry? Come on, somebody. Watch this. When we had a need so bad, so deep. Watch this. And after we got what we... Oh, this ain't no, this ain't no shouting message. Watch this. After we got what we were looking for. Oh, I wish I had somebody. We were nowhere to be found. When God brought you through what you just went through and you made a vow to him, the beautiful thing I love about God is that he has a great memory. But look, look at Abram's stand. It's in the text. He says, bro, here's the thing. I'm, I swore, that word swore, that word means to make a vow. Amen. To make a what? A vow. Amen. It means not just a vow, but it means something exalted. In other words, what he's saying is, my vow is my word. And my word, watch this, when I give it to God, it becomes higher than my word to you. Lord have mercy. In other words, he took respect in what he said to God. And then when God delivered on what God, watch this, on what God knew he was going to deliver on, watch this, Abram did not get blinded by the fact that all this wealth, listen, they had a bunch of stuff. He did not get blinded by the bling. Or the blessings, I should say. He didn't get he didn't get he didn't get blinded by it because watch this because he understood that the one that he made a promise to. How many times have we made promises to God? Listen, when you give up the old life, watch this, and you keep your vow, God will smile on you. And here's what I want to say to somebody here. You got to repent if you've broken your vow. And I'm talking about them little prayers. Lord, give me traveling grace. Come on, somebody. You're asking God, and Lord, if you get me home safely. Lord, amen. I can't see straight. Y'all know what I'm talking about. 
Amen. I've been out here all night. Amen. Lord, if you just get me through this. Somebody know what I'm talking about? Am I by myself? When you ask and you ask and you beg and you plead, you knew you, all that stuff on that resume wasn't true. But here you are trying to get a job and got the job. Come on, somebody. You know that you wasn't qualified, but you said, God, if you get me this job, I'll keep serving you. Come on, somebody. Lord, if, I, if you do this for me, I'll do this for you. Come on, somebody. God is not a respecter of persons, by the way. Okay, God is not impressed by what we can bring to him. But what I'm grateful for is that, listen, you know what I, you know what I love about, I can hang with Abram. You know why I can hang with Abram? And here's what you need to do with your friends. Watch this. If your friends can't keep their word to God, you need new friends. If the people you hang with can't keep their word to God, then you need, listen, if you can't keep your word to God, you got to understand what he just went through. He put his life in danger to save an ungrateful person. Oh, well, let's flip it around. What did Jesus do for us? Oh, didn't he give his life while we were yet sinners? Christ died for us. And so what I've learned, listen, I'm learning something about life. And here's the thing. It's not the blessing, it's the lesson. The blessings is just caviar, man. The, the blessings is just the icing on the cake because you can enjoy the blessings because you've done your part. How many want to do your part? How many believe it's important for you to do your part? Are you with me? Watch verse 23. Watch verse 23 now. Watch verse 23. Lord, I'm almost done. I got, I got 15 minutes. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch what he says in verse 23. What did he say? And that I will not take what? A thread or sandal thong or anything that is what? You know what our problem is sometimes? We put our whole life in people's hands. Trusting that they can get you out. But flesh and blood can't get you out. And, and watch this. And then you put too much trust in you. But he says, man, listen, let me tell you something. Now, it goes to show you again the character of Abram. Look at the character. I believe Egypt, he learned a tough lesson in Egypt when he didn't trust God and he's taken that lesson and he has applied that lesson to every area of his life going forward. What am I saying today? What was the last thing God taught you that you got through but you took that lesson and you just put it to the side? And that's why it's so easy to go back to what he brought you out of. 
He said, I ain't taking nothing from you. And so what's the point? What's the lesson that he learned? What's the lesson? Give me the lesson. Abram learned how to what? Somebody here today, I want to tell you something. Okay? You have to know. It's not going to be a person that gets you to the next level. It's going to be God. But it has to be a total, total trust. A reliance on God that, watches that supersedes everything that you see. Would you give up a billion dollars? For God? Well, here's the thing. I see it happen in church all the time. People take jobs. People take opportunities that pulls them further and further away from God. Rather than, listen, you know what I say to those people? Imagine if you would have said, I'm going to totally, totally depend on God. What would have happened? So you don't have that narrative and you don't know what that narrative looks like. Why? Because you panicked under pressure. You did something that, watch this, that, that you knew was going to compromise your relationship, but it was going to compromise your morals too. Listen, because Abram learned that God will give him everything he needed. Watch this. He gave him the victory. Come on, help me somebody. He, he gave him the victory to, to, to defeat all the kings. He gave him the victory to get out of Egypt. He gave him the victory, come on somebody, to, 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 to make it through to this point in life so he understood, oh, the lesson here is to what? Totally, totally depend on God. He knew. Watch this, that things, stuff, don't make you happy. But he also knew, you know what he knew too? People's motives. Watch the text. Watch the text. You ready? Watch what it says right there at the bottom of the text. It says, I'm not going to take anything that's yours for fear. You will say, remember last week I told you one of the first things you'll learn uh, when you get out of uh, taking, the, when you take the low road, what the first lesson you're going to learn is what? Discernment. You develop discernment as you read the word of God, but you develop discernment as you apply the word of God in real life situations. See, some of us are still in the classroom of life. We haven't gotten to the practical piece of it. We're gathering data, but we're not living it. Come on, help me, y'all. You understand what I'm saying? We know, we know some scriptures. Oh, we know some principles. But oh, breakthrough month helped you. Come on, help me, somebody. Breakthrough month helped you to take it from the page to performance. You know what you call that? You call that wisdom. You know what wisdom is? Applied understanding. 
Listen to me real good. You know what wisdom is? Applied understanding. So if I understand it and I apply it, it's wise. It's wisdom. And that's what I see in the life of this brother. Our father of faith, by the fact. <laughs> Watch the text. He says, for fear you will say, I have made Abram rich. That's a long point right here. Get the next point. That's a long point. Abram learned that people will try to control you. I tell my kids all the time, stop borrowing people's stuff. And stop taking stuff from people. Oh, no, you can have this. You can have this, Louis. Uh, what's the string? Where is the string? You find what I'm saying? You can have this design or whatever. You know why? Because there's a string somewhere. You just ain't seeing it. See, when people give away good stuff, it's not because they're nice. It's because they have a motive. And because they want to own you. You know what Satan wants you to do? You know what Satan wants to do with you? He wants to own you. So you know what he does? He causes you to get into all kinds of stuff. Amen. He gets you to get into alliance with people. Come on, somebody. Who, watch this, who think they better than you. And you become their charity case or their project. Come on, somebody. But in the end, get, get into a rift with them. <laughs> get into a disagreement. Don't agree with what they're saying. Guess what's going to happen? They're gonna, it's called a recall. They're going to first recollect what they gave you, and then they're going to say, give it back. God blesses the man or woman who what? Has, that ain't in the Bible, but. Uh, but let me tell you what, in, what is in the Bible. Amen. <laughs> a man does not eat. It, man don't eat if he don't work. I'm going to say it one more time. Amen. So watch this. At some point, you got to come off your parents' bank account. And you got to start having your own. And when you have your own, nobody can take from you what God has blessed you with. I see people, they, 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 <laughs> the point is, uh, people will try to control you and take credit for blessing, for your blessings. All right? Here's what I say to you. Pay your own way. Don't depend on people. You hear me? And when someone gives you a gift, make sure you know the source. Because God will bless you. And here's the thing. Are you willing to have faith and let God bless you? Or are you willing to sell your life to someone who can come back and say later, I did that for you. He knew. He knew this. 
Can I say this to you? Pay attention to people. And pay attention to the people who help you. Somebody said to me, Pastor, you know what you should do? Man, I got all these people out here today. You should put a donation bucket out there. I said, no, that ain't what we're here for. I'm not here to take. I'm here to be a blessing. And some people are suspect about our church because they're like, wait a minute, they ain't asking for nothing? Nah, that can't be. That ain't true. That ain't real. See, I don't want it to be said. Come on, somebody. I want these people, when they come to get food, I want them to feel a little bit of dignity. We don't have to unload all that stuff and put it on the tables. You know what, what people really do? They put them in the box. Whatever's in the box, come take the box and go. But we want to treat them with dignity. And I don't want my name to be attached to anything saying that we blessed you. No, God blessed you. All money ain't good money. Everywhere you go and whatever, whatever you think you're going to get the easy way, that's Satan setting you up. Watch this. To pull you into a trap. He knew Sodom's heart. He knew the king of Sodom was worldly. And he knew that he would put him on his campaign, watch this, for kingship again. Remember, Sodom has been destroyed. And what he needed was a pawn. And you better watch out. You better watch out that Satan is not trying to use you as a pawn on somebody's campaign to look good. Look what I did for you. Isn't it amazing? Only on Thanksgiving and Christmas. Should I say it? Okay, I ain't going to say it. That certain organizations, all churches, all they do now they want to help. But they're not here for 12 months helping. Two months. What do you do for the rest, the 10 months? I said I wasn't going to say it, but I said it anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, like seriously, if you say, see, check it out. Just check it out. People that say, people that say they want to be a blessing, if you're just a blessing for two months, oh, ask me, I'll tell you. The rest of those months, People are still hungry. People are still going through. One day, uh, some thieves broke into a store, but they didn't steal anything. They just exchanged the tags. They took a $6,000 tag off a diamond ring and they put it on an imitation diamond. They took an imitation diamond tag the imitation diamond tag of $99.95 and put it on the $6,000 ring. They took an imitation uh, print and they, and they reversed this tag and they put it on some expensive stuff. People came in and brought up the stuff. But they spent a lot of money on worthless and uh, on the worthless and a little bit of money on the expensive. See, we live in a culture that has switched to tags. We put a lot of money on flashy and put 30 cents on character. We put a lot of money on expensive cars and high positions and careers, but we put 10 cents on integrity, 
truthfulness, dignity, character, holiness. What we've done is we've switched the tags. Don't let anyone switch your tag. You see, what the enemy wants to do, he wants to destroy all of us. And here's how he wants to do it. Satan can bless. But make up in your mind that you're going to be a person who learns. And whatever lesson you learn, watch this, you don't have to learn it again. Because when you apply it, you become what? Wiser. You become better. And that's lessons and blessings. Give God a hand clap of praise.